Welcome back, Lobos, to Honest Tea with Shaq HP. This is Tiffany again, and today we have Olive, your Lobo Ambassador, Lobo Prevention Pack Ambassador. Sorry, Olive. <laughs> Hi there. And we have Gregory Romero, who is your ASUNM president. Hi, y'all. How's it going? So today, you know, we, we've had this series of um, how students have persevered through COVID, and we thought, why not bring in your student body president, your voice, um, on our campus and see, you know, what does Greg know and how we um, can go about moving forward with this pandemic as students. Um, however, you know, Greg is a, a human too, and he has gone through COVID just like we all have. So, um, Olive, would you would you like to start? We're just going to jump right in. Ask Greg your questions. Yeah, so we'll just kind of start with Greg. Tell us a little bit how the pandemic affected you. That first couple of weeks, like school had stopped and went completely online, and then kind of transitioning into second semester. How was that experience for you? Yeah, so uh, when it first happened, uh, March of 2020, um, the first thing was like President Stokes, we have an extended spring break. Uh, we really don't know what's going on. Like. Um, to us, for at least like my group of friends, it was very much just like, wow, like can't wait to have an extended spring break. We'll just hang out all the time. And so that was, it was like me and my roommates just, like having like a small party every single day, like watching like a bunch of movies, like doing whatever we wanted. Um, school was like off. And so that was really nice. And I think that semester kind of finished off, um, nice. Like it was, it was good to kind of get that break from certain things. Um, but then going into like fall of 2020, spring of 2021 continuing to be on zoom and kind of like as news around you got a little bit more serious like you realize that this is not really going away anytime soon um this is like affecting people's lives like uh, very negatively um like it just got a little bit more heavy of a weight on on the situation and so that paired with being in my room all day like um going through classes completely virtual um going through all of my extracurriculars virtual, um, like trying to have these fun meetings that really were not fun for anybody like on on Zoom. Uh, it just got like, a, it, it took a toll for sure. Um, I noticed just like my actions very differently. Like uh, I think there was a point kind of in that first couple months, like January, February of 2021, where I was like, I don't feel like I'm the same person at all that I was prior to this situation. Um, and that was like, in a, in a number of different ways. Like I was eating very differently. Um, I wasn't exercising as much as I was. Like my happiness level was so low. Um, I wasn't getting excited for days anymore. Um, so it was just extremely tough on my mental um, health. Um, and that paired with not seeing family very much, uh, like traveling is something I really love to do. And that was completely out of the question. So it just kind of took like a lot of the happiness out of what my life previously was. So before this, you were very involved, right? You, you've always been very involved on campus. I know you were a new student orientation leader for years. Um, are you part of Greek life as well? Um, I was part of Greek life literally up until the point of kind of the pandemic, yes. Okay, so your life had been extremely social, right? So it started off as something that was fun. Yeah, we get an extended spring break party. But then as it started to set in, it became harder for you to deal with is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was similar for a lot of our Lobos, you know, where we all thought it was fun in games until it actually started affecting us. And 
I, I'm right there with you, Greg. And, you know, I am, um, I've eaten a lot different. I've, you know, didn't work out as much at the beginning. I worked out all the time. So I was like, this is awesome. I have all the time, but as depression sits in and anxiety sets in and the worry of like, if I even go outside, you know, and go to a grocery store, can I get sick or whatever the case may be? That was definitely difficult. Um, so how did you, you know, I, I see you back on campus and you're thriving and you're doing great things again. And I see you smiling and, you know, um, do you feel maybe like yourself again? How did you get out of that, that rut? If, if, if you've even gotten out of it, I mean, let's be real, right? Yeah. yeah. I think, I think I am still trying to get out of it. Uh, certainly like it was, it was like very blissful to come back to campus to see students like back enjoying like what I thought UNM had to offer for students. It's, it's what made my college experience so fun prior was like all these extra things I get to do um, in my life. And so being back to that in general is like extremely nice. Um, and I love it, but there are a lot of things where I'm like, ah, that's not the same as it was prior, or, um, this is how I felt about this before. And now it's just a little bit different. And so maybe it's just me, like, kind of like remembering like good times, uh, but things are just a little bit different. So I'm just trying to get out of that rut a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I just kind of take the, like the focus of, um, this is what made me so happy prior. And so like, I couldn't, I could not wait to get back to it. Even like the smallest in-person event now is like so exciting to me to, to actually like get dressed up and go to, or something like that. Cause, um, we didn't have that for, for so long. So. Well, I want to see you dressed up at our flu shot clinics. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will definitely do that. Yeah. Awesome. I know. Um, I, I'm glad to see that you're, you know, even though COVID got you down, like you did persevere as a student. Um, we, we'll talk a little bit more as how you, you know, and as a person, and but how you had to persevere as student body president on top of all of this and how your election went. And I know Olive had a specific question for you about that. Go ahead, Olive. Yeah, so definitely during the pandemic, things have shifted and the use of social media has been insane now. Did you find that social media took a main focus in your campaign and how you deliver information now? Yeah, I think it, I think it definitely did. Um, it was very tough with the campaign and even just after and now finding that balance of like how much information is too much information. Are we overloading people? Because right as we began our campaign, um, February of this year, kind of into March, it was right at that point where like I knew the students were burnt out, like going online was the last thing students really wanted to do. If there was a zoom link attached or like a an action item on it, like that was not going to happen. And so we had to be really, really creative about how we got information out. Videos were kind of our thing that we were like, I think that's something that students love to see is like actual live people. Um, and so that was something we stuck to. And we actually like use that in our campaign. Or, I mean, in our, in our term now, we do monthly videos to try to get as much information out in a way that we think students will actually take it in and watch and enjoy. Um, so that's kind of transformed our thought on previous marketing skills to now. Um, but it, it is like a work in progress, finding that balance of what do students actually want to see compared to what students will just pass off and say, I've already seen something that looks exactly like this from eight other groups on our campus. And so um, <laughs> figuring out what that is. Exactly. Yeah. And then at that point, you know, trying to keep like followers up and, and so that we can actually reach people um, is really important as well. So I think social media has 
has its benefits, but it's also uh, a little bit tough on students kind of seeing so much all the time. Yeah, social media has, um, like you said, while it's been, has its benefits, it's also been a contributor to people's depression and anxiety and a lot of division, you know, within friends and family. And maybe one person believes one way, another person believes another, and they just throw stuff at each other all the time. Um, but in your campaign and your reasoning for wanting to be the student voice, the student body president, can you kind of share a little bit as to why you wanted to run to begin with? Yeah, I definitely can do that. Um, so, I mean, of course, there were like these, from being an ASUM for, for so long, um, out of my eight semesters here on campus, eight will be next semester, um, seven of those will be in a position in ASUM. And so I knew kind of what I wanted to see out of ASUM, what I knew ASUM was capable of for the entire student body. Um, and so I had those initiatives here and there, but really the thing that I was like, this is why I want to do it is because I felt as though we were going to come out of this and we were going to be back in person and we were going to be back to live events and back to putting things on for students. And I, I wanted that like responsibility on my shoulders for this next year. I wanted to be the person that works with you all and works with like UNM administration and athletics and all these different groups to put on things for students that students are back to enjoying uh, because I had such an amazing time in my years here when it was in person that I was like, I have to, I have to try to do something for these new students who haven't experienced it yet. You wanted to bring happiness back into people's lives. Exactly. I, I think that's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Awesome. Um, so I think a big question, you know, with all the vaccine mandates and coming back to school and mask mandates and so forth, um, a big question students have is like, how involved were you in all those decision makings? Was your voice heard as a student representative? Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, I don't think I was involved in any final decision making. Um, I think UNM admin, of course, like had their meetings and did what they thought was best. But I think I felt like my voice was heard. Um, I was, I got calls from the provost and like had meetings with Dina students about all these different topics um, that were coming up regarding student safety and what was going to be best for UNM students going forward. And so I really did feel like my, my voice was heard in those kind of talks. Um, and I, I'm very happy with the directions we went. It was never a time where I was like, this is a bad decision, UNM, and they still did it. So luckily, I mean, that <laughs> never came to that. Um, I agreed almost the entire way with, with how we did things. So um, from that perspective, I really appreciate them hearing my voice on that. Um, and I think it builds a better relationship between student body and, and UNM administration as well. That's a, a breath of fresh air to hear that, you know, where your voice was taken so seriously. Yeah. Olive, go ahead, your turn. <laughs> Um, well, I think just really hearing that you took your experiences as a student and you brought it to life to the UNM community, I think that that's just very admirable. Do you have any, like, future plans coming up this semester, how you're going to, like, hone in on what you want to do for students and with coronavirus, anything like that? Um, yeah, so, I mean, coronavirus and, and COVID-19 is still something we're dealing with, like, today, obviously, within our being in person. And so we're, we're keeping that in mind with everything we do. Um, I mean, we even were extremely proactive and, and closed our offices for a week because we had like one case and we were like, we don't want this to spread within our work. And so we, we took that precaution, but uh, we have a bunch of events coming up with that are ASUNM 
directly put on uh, like Fall Frenzy, um, Silent Lights will be coming up. Of course, Homecoming Week is going to be a huge week. Um, and so we're, we're taking like the extra precautions to make sure we're in a safe environment that students feel comfortable going to these events. And then at that point, maximizing what can we do um, that students are going to want to come out to and want to see. And so that's kind of our, that's kind of our mission every time we do a, a, a big event this, this year for sure. If you can tell the student body as, as their voice and their representative here at the university, if you could tell the student body one thing, what would it be? So my one thing that I would always tell students and like even now it's kind of my advice that's gotten me to this point was um, you should push yourself to the limit of feeling uncomfortable or afraid of failing or taking that leap that you didn't think you could do uh, because that's when you actually like see who you really are and your true potential and, and the amazing things that you thought you couldn't do that you actually can. Um, and after the past year and a half, 18 months, 19 months that we've had, like that is uh, more true than ever. I think like time is so limited for this point in your life where you get to take those chances and explore all these different things that UNM has to offer. Um, like I can't think of a single thing that I would like come to UNM. I want to do this and there's not something for me to do. Um, it's all here for you. And so I just, ex I would just encourage students to explore those options, take those leaps of faith, um, do the thing you never thought you could, uh, because that's how you're going to get your, your best experience out of these years of your life. If that isn't telling of this last year, I don't know what is. Thank you yeah. so much, Greg. We've all gone through a lot in this last year. And, you know, we, we've realized, you know, a lot of us have lost loved ones and some of us have had COVID ourselves and, you know, today may be your last day on earth. So why not take that leap, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, thank you all so much for having me on here. Um, I, I agree with everything you just said. I think we're, we're slowly making progress, but we're making progress and we're getting back to those, those moments of happiness and joy on our campus. And so that's, that's what makes me really excited every single day that I come to work here. That's awesome. I'm so glad their students have someone like you to represent them. Um, we, uh, Lobos, as you know, Lobo Prevention Pack, uh, Olive is our senior Lobo ambassador, and she's been um, reaching out to students and students have been reaching out to her as well to become Lobo Prevention Pack um, student influencers. And Greg is one of our student influencers as your student body president. So we are so happy to have you as part of that as well. And thank you so much again, Greg, for spending some time with us today and sharing your story and letting Lobos know that you're fighting for them. You always fought for them and you fought for yourself as well. So, um, yeah. yeah. Any last questions or comments? Um, yeah, I'm all good. I was just gonna say thank you all again so much for the time. I love this opportunity to, to speak with students maybe that I don't get to see within my day. And so any opportunity that I get to kind of put ASU and M and, and what we're doing out is, is an awesome one. So thank you all again. Well, all, you're always invited back if you have any special messages. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Greg. You. Awesome. This is Honest Too with Shaq HP Lobos. Have a great day. Bye.